I watched it for the first time like a month ago, randomly by myself Same. in my room. Same. I yeah, it four days ago. Um, I do yeah. want to see that. I need to see the second one. We should go see it. Mm-hmm. Here we go. My again. one thing is, oh, is that the subtitle? Yeah. Because this lyrics. Yeah, it's Mamma Mia. Oh, here we go again. It's hilarious. Do you know how much you got played? You know what song I do like? What? Chikatita. <laughs> that is my <laughs> least favorite one. I like it. Uh, I like Lay All Your Love on Me. That's fun. I, I also like, like I love Waterloo. I love Fernando. My mom which can't listen to the Cher one. Sings Fernando and the new dog. I okay. Listen to me when I say that I love Cher. Also listen to me when I say that I can't hear that one song that the Meryl Streep character sings to her daughter in the movie because it makes me cry. Yeah. Also hear hear me when I say that one time I think I told you this and I think I've said it on the pod that Patrick like had a whole share evening of us listening to share and yeah, being like, she's yeah. so amazing. And then like a year later, gaslit me into being like, no, I, I don't yeah. like share. That never happened. And only recently was like, no, I was lying to you. It's really I not cried. a cool thing to do. I cried and I yelled at him and I was like, I've never felt so betrayed <laughs> ever in my life. I was like, gypsies, trips, and thieves. He was like, I don't know that song. I'm like, you do know that song. Mermaids, just the oh, whole movie. Do you believe and he didn't care at all. He's come around now. Yeah. And he was just lying to himself and to me. SS. Guys, welcome, welcome to, to That's the Spirit. It's a podcast. It's a podcast <laughs> about Cher. It's about Cher. It's about Mamma Mia. Uh, it's about Patrick, mainly. Sometimes it's about Pat. Yeah, but it, um, honestly, guys, it's about ghosts, the paranormal, supernatural, ghouls, spirits. Spooky things. I was going to say donkeys. I don't know. It's not about donkeys. Are you talking donkeys today? Uh, Dominic the donkey will never be covered don't. on this podcast because I know it bothers you no, too much. I hate that song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, little tidbit. The holiday season isn't too far away. If any of you in the world decide to mention or play Dominic the Donkey, please don't. Or uh, simply my having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time, which is my rage blackout trigger. I'm so. You have no idea. I can't. My blood pressure is so high right now just from hearing you say Dominic the Donkey. I'm sorry that I did that to you. <sighs> Can we take a break? No, <laughs> no, we can't. We we've begun. This is so bad. I know. I know it does. I know. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I'm um, mad that now I brought up simply having a, a wonderful Christmas time. I'm really not thrilled with the way this is going so far. No, we should start over. Um, we saw Hereditary again last year. Yeah, time. we went again, everybody. <laughs> we uh, went again. And guys, uh, Tony uh, Blatt. She's a treasure. So goddamn talented. I also can't recommend seeing it twice enough. I, <laughs> I feel like, the opposite. Really? I feel like after the first time, I was, I, I even told you, I was so overcome with, like, anxiety and Listen, sadness. if you go back, like, three episodes, you can hear us just despondent after seeing it for the it's first time. It's the least on I've ever been in my life. Devastated. Yeah, I couldn't even, I, I don't know what I even covered. <sighs> but I don't know. I feel like we both just, like, had glass-eyed stares that whole time. Yeah, I did like, spend the rest of the night right, looking at my ceiling, being like, I hope I never have, uh, like, a, a daughter that <laughs> dies in a horrible way. I hope I never love anything enough to be, to, yeah. to lose it. <laughs> oh, God, it was so bad. But then, knowing all that was coming, seeing it again, I really just got to soak in 
the cinema. Uh-huh. The wonder guys, so many funny jokes. You don't even know. So many jokes. It's so not many a spoiler jokes. to say what text language scene oh, is even that. What language is even that? And to people who have seen it, uh, write to us and let us know if you could see the movie from Steve, the husband's guys, perspective, Steve. what would it be called? Yeah. We thought the movie should just be called Steve. Steve. Steve's Steve's uh, very bad. Yeah, no good, horrible, something terrible, very bad day. Uh, Yeah, Steve is really. I I saw it from his eyes this time. I did too. I I saw it from his point of view. It was upsetting. More more so than the first time because it was like, this man is suffering. One of the most upsetting parts about it is that I didn't find out his name was Steve until an hour, 15 minutes into the movie. (laughs) She does say it a lot at one point. She's like, Steve? When she's... Steve! Steve, I yeah. need you to do this, Steve. But she only... She only... We only really, I think, hear his name for real when she's waking him up and she's like, Steve! Steve, what's up? Because <laughs> in that moment, I was like, you're using Steve this whole while? Well, it might be Steven. Also, I was like, you're a little bit Irish. I would have... I, I don't know if I would have thought he's you were Steve. He's a good man. God, he's good. He's really good. Ooh. Also, guys, can't recommend this movie enough. Little Women. Steve is heavily what? featured in Little Women. Oh, Gabriel Byrne. Yeah. Okay. I know his name. Um, but uh, it just reminds me every time of how wait, much I love Little Women. Who's your favorite women. Little Woman? Gotta be Joe. Interesting. Yeah. Mine is Amy, for obvious reasons. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it does. I'm a dunce Ted. Yeah, you I are. Say? I am too, but I'm also a Winona Head. season two, baby. Oh, God. Kristen, I love her so she's much. Been in, I uh, everything she's ever been in is my favorite movie. Oh my god! I don't even think that we talked about this on the pie, but I only just watched Interview with a Vampire. Oh, that's for true. For the first time, like a week ago. Tell people what you thought. We may have mentioned it, but I'm not over it, guys. You can't tell me that those vampires aren't they like got up to some, some a little stuff. bit in love and like a lot of it doing stuff in the night with yeah, each other sorry but it's the most homoerotic movie i've ever seen in my life being two hot sexy young I, vampire men okay let me just you're say you're definitely that boning down at some point tom cruise's character lestat wanted the brad pitt vampire throughout the entire movie yeah sorry and to eternity like it's just it's gonna happen at some point. Yeah, and I'm I'm mad that they didn't let it happen. Men, I think it's implied. You know what? Why don't we read Anne Rice's book? Okay, okay, and okay. And I bet there's some stuff in there. Yeah. Um, that we could highlight and share. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we should. I was waiting for that the whole movie, and when it, I didn't get it, it was really upsetting no. to me. Yeah. Let them be in love. I I think they are. I think you're just like. You know, you got to realize this was marketed for a mass audience. And it was, like, 20 years ago. They weren't ready. I think that if they made interview with, like, a second interview with a vampire, follow-up interview, follow up interview with, with a vampire. vampire, it would just be gay stuff. And, like, I'm Did for it, see, right? Make it. Um, Only Lovers Left Alive? No. Oh. Check it out. It's Tilda Swinton. I think it's I love Tom her. Hiddleston and her. I love him. And they're just, like... You mean the man I'd like to star as McCavity in the Cats movie? Can't talk about Cats again. I do have a a minor correction. In the last episode, I mentioned that the Rum Tum Tugger (laughs) was not an interesting character, and I was wrong. Because right after that episode, Robin and I watched a bunch of the videos, and I realized Rum Tum Tugger is possibly the most charismatic of them all. Just so everyone knows... 
I still don't know what Cats the Musical is about and Nothing. haven't seen it and don't know any of the songs except the funny ones that we've watched. <laughs> yeah. That that are I only really know that one line from memory. Yeah. And then It's so easy. Pathos of that line. Yeah. Um, and then, and the then the rum tum tugger is a curious cat. It's a curious cat. That's all I know about Cats the Musical, and it's not going to stay that way. I mean, I do. No. We're going to see it somehow. Somewhere. I showed you Skimbleshanks. I can't believe. Yeah. The words that believe they it. make. I also, guys, <sighs> if, if any of you um, are interested, there's a bunch of cats that don't get songs in the musical. Andrew Lloyd Webber, what's that about? You can't um, give a song to everyone. I request a song for my favorite cat, Jelly Lorem. These fucking names, There's dude. so many good names. It's humiliating. I love it so much. <laughs> Jelly Lorem resonates so deep inside of me. Jelly Lorem is for sure, like, a, a lo-fi, like, bands wearing, mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe was really into Tumblr in 2020. 11 guys really? band. Oh, man. I mean, Jelly oh, yeah. Lorem. Jelly Just Lorem. that name. Like, yeah, that's for sure like a guy who fancies himself like a bit of a Mac I almost Marco. felt like a Jelly Lorem reminds me of like what a nice old lady would make, like name her special recipe aspic that she makes. Yeah, that's probably more accurate. Yeah. Oh, man, Jelly Lorem. I will say that my cat, my literal cat, was was wrapped her attention oh. was drawn to the, the screen when yeah. we were watching the rom Like, she <laughs> knew. Like, she knew. <laughs> really enjoyed She got it. a big old anyway, crush. we can't talk about cats more. I'm sorry, everybody. No, it's I just okay. had to bring up that I was wrong. Um, it just, I feel like it's, I, whatever. One it's of fine. our listeners said they could listen to us talk about cats forever. I know, but that's a different pod. Maybe that's. You know, we'll record a special something. You guys email us, yay or nay, keep on talking about cats, don't talk about cats. Email us your favorite cat. If you were in cats, what would your cat name be? Ooh, what would yours be? It would be the same as my drag name, which is based on a phrase from Great British Bake Off, which is ambitious sugar work. Ooh. Mine would be Little Cashmere. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. We're done. It's done. Okay. There's a reason why. Uh, There's a reason why, and I think you're going to really like it. (laughs) No. Don't tell me. I have to tell you. (laughs) Patrick and I were watching an episode of a reality show, and one of the women, I do not know what show, I do not know what they were doing, but they were, like, going on somebody's patio uh-huh. near the ocean, and it was, like, a little nippy, and one of the women just keeps on going, ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need my little cashmere. <laughs> I'm going to need my little cashmere, and she keeps screaming it and screaming it over and over again. I respect that. Until some, she's just full-on yelling, I'm going to need my little cashmere, and <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing at it forever. All right, that's good. It and, good. um... Now, whenever I need Patrick, I just yell, I'm going to need a little cashmere. I'm going to need my little cashmere to get his little butt over yeah, here. Yeah, new little cashmere. <laughs> oh, so funny. <sighs> yeah, so that would be a little cashmere. Well, okay, so I do like that, and I do respect it. Thank but you. this does conclude cat talk. <laughs> and that's all. Um, uh, join us next week at the same time, <laughs> same time for more cats. Um, so you've got... 
quite a pamphlet before you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I have a lot. I don't know if I'm going first, though. I don't either. Do what did we do last time? I don't, I don't remember. Oh, you went first last time because I did that hotel. Oh, yes. Okay. Wait, I also need to quickly do another correction. Okay, please. Okay. <laughs> we, Robin and I both Mandela affected each ourselves mm-hmm. last episode by thinking that the orange ball in, on Sesame Street was named Lucille. It's not named Lucille. No. It's named Cecile. Cecile. And I, to this very day and forevermore, will not know why the name Lucinda made me think about that orange ball. Okay, here's a theory I have. Well, Cecile is very close to Lucille to begin with, but as a name, Mm -hmm. I associate the color orange, like being a redhead with the name Lucille. Like Lucille Ball? Yeah. And then it's shaped like a ball? Yeah. But Lucinda was the name. I know, but I think Lucinda made you think of Lucille, and you were like, oh, Lucille, because maybe you associate Lucille with That's gotta be it. I don't know why, but it just really jumped in my head. Also, if you guys haven't given it a a viewing, it's just as disturbing as I remember. Oh my god, it brought back so many memories for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Also, it, it was one of my, definitely a defining, like, sex symbol in terms of just, like, having lips. This is fucking gross. (laughs) Yeah, it was like this this orange claymation ball is a sex symbol. It it was one of the first songs whose lyrics I fully memorized. Cool. And never forgot. All I remembered was the lips. I didn't remember the song at all. Or the name of it. Or that I also thought it was an orange, but it's not. Oh, wait, it's not. It's just a ball? Just a ball. Well, you know, she's whatever. She's an orange ball. Yeah. She's basically an orange. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Well, okay. On to go! The ghost of a memory. Lucille. Ooh. Cecile. Cecile Lucille. Um, I've never met somebody named Cecile. I've met Cecilia. No, it just reminds me of the Cecil Yeah, hotel. Cecil Hotel. Yeah, Cecil. Um, shout out. Shout out. Elisa. Ooh. Okay. So, all right, everything I'm going to read right now is from, or not everything, but a lot of it is from... Backpackerverse.com. Okay. Wow. Just FYI. Puente Hills, Turnbull County, California. Ooh. Famous for its hiking trails, gorgeous landscapes, and bloodthirsty ghosts. What? Oh, and cult members, Native American curses, and UFO sightings. Stop. That's right. Turnbull County has it all. Wow. Locals have heard of the Turnbull Canyon murders over the last decade at least. However, the evil that permeates this place has a long history. Centuries ago, the local Native American tribes called what is now Turnbull Canyon Hutukna, which roughly translates to the dark place. No, no. Extra unusual because it's an incredibly bright and sunny region. That's how it goes. Yeah. We talked about this yesterday. What? How, what? like, uh, evil stuff has, like, a, a oh, fun yeah. opposite name, yeah, yeah. like Lucifer or the Morning yep. Star, yep. or how in Hereditary, they're like, we looked northwest for the demon, yep. where you'd North. think it was just south. You'd think it would be south. Cool. Um, so, yeah, the name comes from the spectral residence of the canyon more than any lack of light. 
And the native people in the area considered it forbidden ground, and they refused to set foot there. Wow. How Um, big is the area? I think it's a pretty... It's a whole county. Oh, shit. Um, uh, Actually, no. This is a canyon. Sorry. Okay. This is a canyon. Still. Uh, So, probably pretty fucking big. Uh, when the Spanish arrived with their missionaries and guns, they didn't pay much mind to the warnings of the native people. Um, so Big the mistake. Spanish, yeah, like classic, yeah. huge mistake. The Spanish forced the people kicking and screaming into the canyon they feared so much. No. And then the native people were made to either convert to Christianity or be killed. Some thought that by making them quote face their fears they would be more willing to accept the faith that brought them there so they thought they're giving us a hard time about converting let's put them in this canyon that they think is haunted and then they'll convert because they like need it okay that's mean yeah it turned out the opposite was true the people seemed to just give up entirely resigning themselves to their fate yeah did not try to fight this is uh, a quote from a shaman uh according to one of the Spanish soldiers that had, like, recorded things that day. Quote, Now we are without hope. Now we remain for as long as the sun rises and sets in the sky. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Now we will remain. So is that supposed to mean, like, now I'm damned? I, I Eternally? Think so, dude. Okay. Yeah, it's a forbidden, dark place. I think their souls are trapped. Fuck. As, as we'll hear a bit. Um, so today, Puente Hills locals and visitors alike feel the gaze of hundreds of eyes on them oh, no. as they explore Turnbull Canyon. Hikers report they most often get the feeling of being watched as they near the water tower, and it is mm. thought that every Native American who is killed in this area remains to this day waiting for the sun to go out. God dang. Whew, the next chapter in the dark history uh, begins during the Great Depression. Gotcha. Obviously, those were desperate times. Americans all over the country struggled to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. People were dying from starvation and disease or at the hands of other desperate people. It was during these bleak years that the people of Puente Hills began to hear strange rumors of the new residents of Turnbull Canyon. Oh, what? Uh, yeah. What do you mean? Well, a large group of men and women, no children... Uh-oh. Wearing robes black as midnight Uh-oh. and enacting strange rituals each night were numerous and organized. And Stephanie, their business was horrifying. What? Yeah. What? An eyewitness who snuck up to the camp was able to take a close look at one of the rites and return to tell the tale. That witness said a young boy, 12 years at most, was strapped to a <gasps> cross in the center of a circle of people wearing these hoods. Entranced and paralyzed with fear, the witness watched as the robed figures danced around and around, chanting in a language he could not recognize. What language is even that? What language is even that? No. No. After a time, the chanting in some strange Steve-like language suddenly increased in intensity. The cross was hoisted upright, the child struggling, but unable to cry out through a rough cloth that had been stuffed into his mouth. Poor baby. So pulling the cross back down and then hoisting it up the other way, they inverted the cross and held <gasps> it upside down. That right. Here's where it gets really dark. And trigger warning to anybody. They, they to know. To everybody. The cultists struck the boy again no, and again. No, no, no. Blood 
flying out from every direction. I didn't write this. Ugh. Eventually, their fury subsided, and so did the blows. They then took the boy away, removing him from the cross and stuffing him into a large sack, what? which they tossed roughly <gasps> into a wagon. Oh, God. So the witness returned to town to tell the tale, but he wasn't believed until like a month later when a rash of kidnapping and disappearances started breaking out in the area. But by that time, uh, like when people got wise to it, gathered their weapons, rode out to the canyon to see what was going on, the cult was gone. They were completely gone. Oh, my God. That reminds me of in um, that Indiana Jones movie. Yes, dude. Really scary thing that happens to that child. Oh, so upsetting. Fucks up. I mean, my mind every time. here's uh, one of the saddest parts about this is because it was a Great Depression, many families gave up their children to orphanages mm-hmm. um, because they couldn't take care of them. That happens in times of financial struggle all the time. Yeah. It's like the Pied Piper uh, thing yes. is all about uh, selling your kids. I thought it was more about snakes. Uh, you thinking about St. Patrick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I for sure am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Pied Piper, the Pied Piper. was more that like uh, in Little Hamlets, uh-huh. or I think it's Hamlets. I don't know. Uh, the Pied Piper story is that he would like do 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 a flute, and then the, the children would follow him into and drown. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but God, what was really happening? Well, because St. Patrick does like basically he, he the same thing for, with like he the like snakes. Makes the snakes come. I think out, he right? just. I don't know if he plays a flute though, dude. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> he might. I don't know. Um, I think he Has, just drove did, the did snakes out. Do people call him the Pied Piper of snakes? No. <laughs> but if you were a character in Riverdale, I'd call you the Pied Piper of Southside so Serpents. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you something that's going to make you feel better All after right. this story, though. The Pied Piper, to finish this out, all those uh, people, those Hamlet people, they couldn't afford, they were uh, they had to pay, like, taxes to the king and stuff, yeah. I guess. I don't really know this, but, like, they would instead give up their children as, like, basically work slaves. Oh, God. Yeah, so there would be towns without, like, any kids because nobody could afford to pay to stay where they were. Like Indiana Jones. Yes. <laughs> exactly right. And this will make you feel better. Yeah, please tell me. Uh, when you talked about, when you said the Great Depression, yeah. really quickly in my mind, I had to, I had this thought of like, was the West settled yet? And yes, it was. It was. That but does I thought, make me feel better. I thought I should tell you because... because because I say stupid things all the time. No, because it's like my version of not knowing when the Civil War was. I know when the Civil War was, dude. I okay. don't know when the Revolutionary War was. Okay, same difference. Okay, that does make me feel better. Mm-hmm. But not really because uh, I just feel so dumb all the time. Come on. Okay, so. Okay, so, yeah, people had to give up their kids to orphanages. Very common in that kind of situation. But it's thought that this fucking cult started out by legitimately adopting the children from the orphanages <gasps> to use in sacrifices. No! But eventually just, like, started kidnapping them instead. Oh, my God! That's, like, how most adoption centers for cats won't let you adopt a black cat in I October. Know. Well, not only were they sacrificing the children, they apparently were supposedly supplying them to other cults around the country. God so damn it. kidnap them and then, like, farm them out. So people still report seeing hooded figures roaming on the trails 
bonfires in the canyons, and the ghosts of little children in the area. Oh, no. Here's another one. In the 1930s, an, an insane asylum was opened in Turnbull Canyon. Great. It took in patients from Puente Hills and the surrounding areas and was meant as a place of healing. Stephanie, no. it was not. No, I don't think it was either. No. Nobody knows exactly what went on, but the psychic scars of the place still haunt the area. It was standing for less than 10 years, and it burned down in a mysterious fire in the early 40s. You know what they say about things that burned down. Build it again. It's not haunted? The opposite. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) So since that day, explorers, like urban explorers, love to visit the ruins. And, you know, you get the typical, like, oh, I felt really nervous when I was there. I felt like people were watching me, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Um, this article says a really gross thing, which is you feel as though something is reaching inside your brain and gently caressing what they find in there. What? Again, I didn't write that and I don't like it. Um, okay. But, Ew. I know. I hate that. <laughs> Makes me feel nauseous. Um, the blood flying at all. What was that word? Blood <laughs> flying everywhere. <laughs> Blood flying out of him? I don't know. Gross. Uh, The most dramatic and terrifying evidence of the ghosts in this place comes from the early 60s. A group of teenagers was hiking through the canyon and came across the abandoned asylum. One of the boys found an old electroshock treatment device. He put it on and strapped it to his head. What? Shouting about how he was going to burn. Well, he wasn't wrong. Inexplicably turning on, though there had been no electricity in the building in decades... The boy began to shriek as thousands of volts coursed through his body. Oh, no. Yeah. First his hair, then his clothes, then finally his eyes and skin began to smolder and burn, (gasps) and it only took a few seconds before he was fucking dead. Oh, my God. It's disgusting. Other ghosts have been seen in the area as well. Children, possibly victims of the cult, sometimes appear swinging from trees. Oh. Sometimes they're said to open their eyes and stare at you in silent accusation. Uh, in 2002, a girl named Gloria Gaxiola, Gaxiola, I don't know, was murdered on Turnbull Canyon Road. She oh. was shot and then dragged four miles down the street. There oh was also God. a plane crash uh, in the canyon in 1952 attributed to low visibility where everyone on board died. God damn it. Uh, people say there's a gravity hill in the canyon. Do you, I, I'm sure that you know what that is. But, I don't know what that is. Um, okay, so... Basically, these these things are, like, blamed for a lot of, like, weird phenomenon. Um, it's a hill that appears to be going up, and people in cars will travel up it without applying any gas, and things will, like, roll up it because it's an optical illusion that, like, fucks with your brain because it looks like it's uphill, but it's downhill. Oh, yeah. wow. It's really, really creepy. Um, wow. And you can look up YouTube videos. There are some gravity hills, like, around the U.S. where, like, if you walk from the, like, end of one room to the other end, it'll look like you're, like, getting bigger, like an Alice in Wonderland thing. Um, but it's an optical illusion because of this effect. I'll show you some later. Oh, my God. I don't like that at all. It's very creepy. I don't like that. That's, like, the same thing of when a loud thing is far away from you and a close thing that, is yeah. soft. Well, Stephanie, did you know... That California is the state with the most UFO sightings in the whole country. I did know that. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a big state. I mean, but also, I think that there's a reason. Probably. I think there's a reason. Probably. Yeah. Listener, I'm saying probably as a joke. I don't actually say it like I say it like probably. Is that not how you say it? Probably. 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 I only say probably because... 
there was something in high school where like somebody said probably and then we made fun of it like that now i can never not say it It was probably me (laughs) no it was somebody who said like it's probably more interesting or something (laughs) like that and i just like remember us being like probably anyway less than a year ago a video posted by a man named julian lopez appears to show a sheriff's department helicopter circling around an unknown floating slash flying object in the sky over this part of california I watched this video, dude. It's fucking crazy. Is it crazy? It was on a news website. This is a quote from him. Well, my friends, there's a UFO over the San Gabriel Valley. (laughs) A helicopter is circling it. Well, my friends. Well, my friends. It looks like a big eyeball. Um, There's nothing holding it down, though. That's the thing. Lopez said he'd just finished washing his car when he spotted the object out of the corner of his eye. It was just floating there, a sphere of metallic gray, smooth and completely silent. And it is. In this video, it's so creepy. It's just hovering there. It's this, like, perfectly round, looks like a BB, but it's huge. Anyway, uh, Lopez said, it was just weird because it didn't budge. Um, He went into the house to tell his son to come take a look and to get his cell phone so he could shoot the video. Uh, They watched as two helicopters flew in close proximity, circling around um, it sat motionless for several minutes, then slowly began to move toward the west. Wow. And then another witness a few towns over spotted and photographed the same thing uh, about 10 miles north northwest. Oh, shit. Uh, a third witness saw it estimated the object was hovering at least 1,000 feet above the ground and appeared to be 6 to 10 feet in diameter. It's the strangest thing. I have no idea, he said. The object's lack of motion was particularly striking, we watched it for about 10 minutes. It didn't move. It didn't seem to be tethered. Uh, he said his initial reaction was, that doesn't belong there and it doesn't make sense. Wow. And FAA spokesman for the area said he had no information and that's it. That's the whole thing. Wow. So fucking Turnbull County is cr- just the creepiest of creepy things happen there. It's really, really amazing that like, you know, the indigenous people who were there were like, don't come yes. to this place. Like, seriously, don't come in here. We don't like it here. We're not We're not like trying to hoard it and to ourselves. And then it's just... It's bad. Definitely true. Yeah. Everything that has happened there has been bad. It's like a Dudley town, but it's somehow populated. Right, but it's like a magnet because yeah. there's like the asylum, plane crash, murders, cults. How do you feel about Everything. like... UFOs. Uh, like uh, people's idea that there's, like, like in Dudley Town, that it's, like, a portal to, like, a hell dimension. Um, I left part of this out, but there is an area in the canyon that's referred to as, like, the gates of hell. Yeah. 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 So, it wouldn't shock me. I do think that there's, like, a, a like, soft spots in the earth that are just, like, an easy, an easy opening. Mm-hmm. To the, to the bad stuff. Uh, one of, this isn't the same thing, but one of my favorite funny conspiracy I think it's funny conspiracy theories is people who think um, who are truthers about the earth being hollow (laughs) I don't know about that one it's really funny I'll I'll tell you that when does it become hollow how far down (laughs) not that far (laughs) maybe like a mile (laughs) they're like uh, the same caliber as flat earthers but I've done a lot of work to not know anything about flat earthers fucking stupid instead of being flat these people think uh, it's hollow. And if, to be frank, I don't know why they, they think that. I haven't done enough digging. Get it? 
think. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Hilarious. But, uh, Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's all fucking. Um, I mean, I do want to hear from you if you're a flat earther or a hollow earther, but I also, you will never convince me and I don't agree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I guess I, part of me wants to say like, no offense intended, but it's also like, come on. Man. No. Yeah. I, um, no. But do email us. I would be interested to hear your arguments. Yeah, I do want to um, know about, like, what happened and why you think this. I would like to know if your arguments include more than YouTube videos. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, I put flat earthers very much on the same plane as anti-vaxxers. Yeah. They're the, they're, they're the same person. In my Except mind. for one, like, you know, could cause death. Yeah. And then another is just, like, kind of dumb. One is a bit more serious than the other. Yeah, I but worked for an anti-vaxxer. But Tequila believes them both. What? God damn it. Who? I worked for an anti-vaxxer. Who? She was the one who believed in David Icke, or Ike, oh, depending yeah, on who you yeah. ask. The uh, chiropractor that Rachel oh also worked God. for. Oh, my God. Soulshine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that place was bad. Bad news. <laughs> bad news. At least yeah. it wasn't Puppet Works. I would love to work at Puppet Works. I work for free at Puppet Works. God. This podcast is brought to you by Puppet brought Works. Brought to you by Puppet Works in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Uh, no, it's in Park Slope. No, Puppet Works? Yeah. Are you sure? Right. 100%. Okay. okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're it's right. in It's in my name, and um, if you guys are listening, big fan, <laughs> uh, I really would love to work. If you're your dolls. Uh, I did give... Do you know about this time in... When I was in second grade, we did do, like, a biography assignment, mm-hmm. and I gave one about Jim Henson, Aww. and it was supposed to be three minutes long, and instead, mine was 38 minutes long. No. And I also, for the assignment, made a puppet to use for the presentation, and I gave the presentation in the form of an interview I was conducting with a puppet. I love that. And I was also manning the puppet at the That's same time. That's so sweet. It's 38 minutes long. Wait, is there a video of it? I, I got see a it. D. What? Because it wasn't the assignment. Oh my god. <laughs> but it, you know what? You put your whole heart into I it. I put my entire heart into it. Is there a video of this? Can I see it? No, definitely not. I do still have the puppet somewhere. But um, I do remember my mom getting extremely mad and like fighting for me on that one. Aww. Because it was like she didn't follow directions, and it's like she also did something amazing. Yeah. And you know what? I stand by my I stand by my work. I stand by my work. Um, and you can see my one woman show of that very thing <laughs> at Dixon Place. Um, really quick, I have been haunted by a song from like second grade called "Hey World, Here I Am." Do you remember what? that presentation? No, you no. probably weren't in the town yet. No, this was in Wilton. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, I was at a. Ooh, actually, so the puppet assignment wasn't until fourth grade. Okay. But, um, yeah, second grade, I was in Driscoll. (sighs) Anyway, anybody out there who remembers Hey World, Here I Am, please hit me up. Also... How's it go? Hey World, Here I Am. Na-na-na, you've been waiting for me. Hey World, Here I Am. Now you can't ignore me. Hey World, I am. No, I never heard this song. Everything I wanna be. Hey World, Here I Am. I don't like it. Anyway, um, I don't like it. One really sorry last thing. Never be the that last assignment thing. thing. Just reminded me that uh, one time for a class, I ostensibly maybe on history in like fifth grade, Rachel made my whole family act in and record a movie called Anne Frank Goes to Hollywood. 
God, yes. 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 It's an alternate universe of fiction. Wait, Rachel what? wrote this? <laughs> Rachel! You? In the movie, my mom goes to my dad and she's like, they dropped the bomb, the war is over. And my dad goes, that's fantastic. And oh. then the whole family survives, the, the Frank family, and, and they go to Hollywood. I, Rachel, you should have never given up screenwriting. <laughs> Oh my God! Can we please? I, this is a jumping off point for you, Rachel, and a, and a career change. It's so good. Please God, revisit so good. your roots. This is a, this is really an amazing thing you've abandoned. Ooh, all right. Anyway. Okay. Wow. Well, wow. Anyway. Wow. What have you got for me? All right. I decided to do a topic that you know I thought I knew a lot about. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh oh. Uh oh. We mentioned this over a year ago. We started the pod. We just said in passing, like everybody knows what it is. Mm-hmm. But they don't. No. And neither did I. I'm doing a night hag. <gasps> oh my god. I'm doing a night hag. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Everybody strap in. Buckle get ready up. to get no sleep tonight. Because you know what? That's exactly what you're not gonna get is oh any sleep. If a night hag is near. Night hag. A creature cited by various peoples. And by various peoples it means like worldwide, cultures wide. Which is used to explain the phenomenon of sleep paralysis. Oh god. Or sometimes just nightmares. Both awful. Mm-hmm. It is a phenomenon during which a person feels a presence of a supernatural malevolent being which immobilizes you as if it is sitting on your chest or at the foot of your bed you cannot move Mm -mm. or you feel uh you like sitting on your chest like there's a pressure like a heavy heaviness on your chest okay and neck sometimes yeah the word nightmare was used to describe this phenomenon before the word acquired acquired its modern meaning. Oh, interesting. So a night hag was called a nightmare. Like a literal mare? Yes. Okay. And I'll get into the etymology of that. Okay. Various cultures have various names for it, for this, like, supernatural character mm-hmm. that used to be, like, basically named a nightmare. God. So the original definition of sleep paralysis codified by Samuel Johnson in a dictionary of the English language. Classic. Is nightmare. Mm-hmm. A term that evolved into our modern definition. Sleep paralysis was widely considered the work of demons. So, and nightmares was a demon visiting you. And more specifically, an incubi. Oh! Yeah. Ooh. Robin, you've talked about succubuses and such. Bit, a little bit. Succubi. Succubi. Which were thought to sit on the chest of sleepers. In. Listen to my house, okay? In Old English, <laughs> the name for these beings was Mare. Or. Mare, also, but M A E R E. 
Proto-Germanic Marom, Old Norse Mara. Hence comes the mare part in Nightmare. So just night and then like the name for these demons. Okay. The word might be etymologically cognate to Greek Meron in the Odyssey. What does it mean? That means demon. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. A night demon. All right. So when you hear night hack, mm-hmm. what do you picture? Ooh, like a little gargoyle. Like Tell a, me more. Like a little like a little goyle with 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 some little leathery wings and like crouching Ooh. in a little kind of like upright fetal position. Ooh. I'm picturing that Goya painting, I think. Yeah. But uh yeah. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Because I I pictured, like, a woman. A hag? A a true hag. A true hag, almost, but, like, a nighttime version. Well, sure. And, yeah. dolled up. (laughs) Yeah, you know, dolled up or maybe in a little, like, I don't know, a silky pajamas. Um, They look like anything. And there's so many different iterations of a night hag. Oh, no. That I'm going to go through a bunch. Oh, no, okay. And the, the folklore on this is, like, so convincing to me and so amazing to me because, like, to this day, we don't fully understand sleep paralysis. What causes yeah. it? What I mean, like, uh, stress. Yeah. Trauma. But if you just, like, start getting sleep paralysis... Who fucking knows? There's really a lot that we can't understand. Oh, no. So here's just some stuff about night hags around the world. Okay. Scandinavian folklore... Sleep paralysis is caused by a mare, a supernatural creature related to incubi and succubi. The mare is a damned woman. She is cursed, and her body is carried mysteriously during sleep and without her noticing. Oh, no. So this is a a living woman. Okay. Who's, like, possessed and spirited away in the night, and she can't control it and doesn't know. Oh, no. In this state, she visits villagers... To sit on their fucking rib cages no. while they sleep, causing them to experience nightmares. What does she get out of it? She's a damned woman. Nothing. <laughs> oh my god. Nothing at all. She's basically being used as a conduit for a demon. Oof. Can you imagine? Horrible. The the visual of that, just like just opening a door, like, like no, Mom, I, I can't sleep. sleep. And, like, the neighborhood lady is asleep sitting on your mom's chest, and your mom's, like, tossing and turning, having a nightmare. And you're like, what? (laughs) Allison, the neighbor, what are you doing? (laughs) But she's asleep. Shout out to Allison. And she, shout out to Allison, (laughs) the neighbor. And she can't wake up, and nothing you do will wake her up. Mm -mm, Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's worse than, yeah. Yeah, I hate that. I don't like that. In Newfoundland, South Carolina, and Georgia, a folk belief describes the negative figure of the hag. Uh-oh. Who leaves her physical body at night and sits on the chest of her victim. The victim usually wakes with a feeling of terror, mm-hmm. has difficulty breathing because of a perceived heavy, invisible weight on his or her chest. So this is somebody's soul leaving their body and sitting on a chest. Oof. And is unable to move. The nightmare experience is, is described as being hag-ridden. Same. Yes. <laughs> oh, a lot of instances I could say this in my life. Ugh, hag-ridden. It was, it was a real hag-ridden party. Oh, man. 
In Fiji, the experience is interpreted as Kana Tavora being, quote-unquote, eaten by a demon. No. In many cases, a demon can be the spirit of a recently dead relative oh. who's come back for some unfinished biz. To fucking sit on your <laughs> to chest. sit on your chest, not let you move. No. Or has come to communicate some important news. That makes more sense to me. Often, per- persons sleeping near the afflicted person say, Kania, Kania, eat, eat, in an attempt to prolong the possession what? for a chance to converse with the dead relative <gasps> or spirit and seek answers. Did you just fucking conjure something in my goddamn house? As to why he or she came back. Of course I didn't, know. Stephanie? Definitely didn't. It would only work if it was already a night hack here, dude. All right, all right, all right. But can you imagine, like, seeing a night hack, like, a, a fucking and, demon and like, feasting oh, on your there. friend? Like, blah, 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 Like, blah, keep blah, eating. There's yeah. plenty where that eat, came eat, from. Eat. Um, anyway, how have By you the been? Way. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so, like. How are you? Yeah. Ugh, I don't like that. That seems wrong. How are you? That seems so wrong. The person waking up from the experience is often asked immediately. Um, asked to immediately curse or chase the spirit of the dead relative, which God. sometimes involves literally speaking to the spirit and telling him or her to go away. Great. Yeah. It's or a fun, using fun it says, way to wake up. Or using expletives. Fuck off. Which I feel like a demon would like kind of like. I think it would be like, oh, you rascal. Yeah, like, oh, you think you're being so badass. Yeah. I'm a hell demon. Yeah. I'll be back to sit on your chest again. Yeah, I'll be back. Chest sitting. In Nigeria... ISP, ISP appears to be far more, I don't know, oh, sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Sorry, I think my cat's eating a bug. Oh, Keep, that's okay, a lot of protein. Keep talking. I think it'll be okay. All right. ISP appears to be far more common and recurrent among people of African descent than among whites or Nigerian Americans. I don't know where that um, comes from. Wonder why that is. Um, I don't know why I don't know why this is. Huh. And I also need to fact check it. Yeah. But it is referred to as, quote, the devil on your back. Ooh. End quote. In Turkey, sleep paralysis is called Karabasan and is similar to other stories of demonic visitation during sleep. Okay. Supernatural being, commonly known as jinn, comes mm. to the victim's room, mm. holds him or her down, hard enough not to allow any kind of movement. And starts to strangle the person. No. To get rid of the demonic creature, one needs to pray. Uh-huh. Moreover, in some derivatives of the stories, the jinn has a wide hat. <laughs> a wonderful sun hat. He's got a beautiful, bountiful hat. And if the person can show the courage and take its hat, the jinn becomes a slave. Now it's harder than you think because you're, per- you're you sleep to- par- paralysis did. Well, of course. But then you also have to, like, be around a gin forever. Gin. Yeah. I know. It's not worth it. But can the alternative the is hat? you get strangled. Oh, well, yeah, of course. You can take the hat and Free be like, hat too. <laughs> go hide in the closet forever, gin, and everyone will see like, you. Okay, I banish you to the closet, I guess. In Thailand, it is believed that the sleep paralysis and discomfort is caused by a ghost. Oh, classic. Known as Fiam. Some people claim that the spirit may even cause bruises. Oh, no. Stories about the spirit are common in Thai comics. Can you imagine being like, oh, I bruised myself. Okay, you say that like that's crazy, but I feel like that happens to you all the time. You'll be like, 
I have a oh, weird yeah. bruise, and I don't know where it's from. I did get those crazy scratches on my arm the other time. Yeah, I just thought I was being clumsy, but maybe a ghost is coming. I mean, yeah, probably. Could have been. In the southern states of the U.S., sometimes referred to as witch riding. Uh, okay, hag ridden, witch riding. These are cool. On. I like that. Oh, witch riding is fun. I'm going to create like a game or some kind yeah, of wait, fun thing. So they think of uh, having a night hag visit you as witch riding? Yeah. It's fucking tight. It's really sweet. In Eastern Chinese folklore, a mouse can steal human breath at night. No! 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 Yeah? I don't like that one. Human breath strengthens the mouse. The mouse comes... No. Yeah? What this to me is that somebody there woke up to a mouse, a mouse's mouth right at their mouth, and the the mouse is probably going like... Yeah. Breathing. (laughs) That's what happens. <laughs> just just because you wake up with one mouse on you doesn't mean that's a whole thing. Well, uh, in Eastern Chinese folklore, it does. Listen, the human breath strengthens a mouse. Yeah, Allowing it longevity that. and the ability to briefly become human at night. Okay. <laughs> everybody knows that. In, in a, okay, it says in a similar fashion, just fox spirits. Uh, yeah, obviously. Obviously. I'm not an idiot. Uh, so, yeah, to answer your question, Robin, the mouse does sit near the person's face or under their nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> like it fits between the yeah. mouth and the <laughs> yeah 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 so it's right there oh, it's fucking filthy yeah yep the, in mongolian cu- culture nightmares in general as well as sleep paralysis is referred to by the verb phrase kar darak meaning quote to be pressed by the black Ooh. or quote when the dark presses no Kara means black and may refer to the dark side personified. Mm. Kareen, boo, means shaman of the black. So, um, um, hang on. Eh, more stuff about where these, where these words come from. Doesn't matter. Blah, blah, blah. Same thing, just has a cool name when the dark presses. Sick. That's a pretty good. Witch riding the dark presses. <laughs> In Vietnamese culture, so there's just a lot. I'm, I'm gonna just keep on going through yeah, a bunch of these. Do. This is all these all qualify as night hags. Oh my god! Because it is the same exact experience. Wow! It is always a pressure on your chest, mm-hmm. and you cannot move. Sometimes a mouse. And it's never just like your brain's doing a neurological. No, no. It's a demon or a ghost. In Vietnamese culture, sleep paralysis is called ma day. I'm not pronouncing it right. Meaning held down by a ghost. That's pretty literal. Yeah. Another um, bong day, meaning held down by a shadow. Hell yeah. Bong day. Hell yeah. What up, bong day? In Pakistan, sleep paralysis is, is considered an encountered with shy... Excuse me, shaitan? <laughs> I uh, keep on burping because of the seltzer this oh, podcast yeah, so. brought to you by. Shaitan, obviously. Satan. Evil jinns. Or demons who've taken over one's body. This ghoul is known as Baktak or Ifrit, depending Ooh. on who you ask. <laughs> right. It is also assumed that it is caused by the black magic performed by enemies and jealous persons. Ooh, I don't like that. Yes, you can wear a talisman um, called Tawits, I think, to ward off uh, the evil eye. We love the wonderful talismans mm-hmm, to ward mm-hmm. off the evil eye. Um, God's eye beats, great, they're beautiful. 
spells, incantations, and curses could also re- result in ghouls haunting a person. Oh, Somebody God. put a curse on you. You're haunted up by a ghoul. Some homes and places are also believed to be haunted by evil ghosts, satanic or other supernatural beings that could haunt people living there, especially during the night. Obviously. Yeah. So, a lot of places are, like, blessed and consecrated for this reason. Like, they're not even churches or, like, temples or (laughs) mosques or anything. Like, they just want to, they just get consecrated because of the potential. In Pashtun culture, Mm -hmm. this beast is known as Kapasa. It is believed that it is a ghost without thumbs. Just mitts. Yes. The ghost tries to suffocate you by pressing your throat and sitting Ooh. on your chest. However, since the ghost doesn't have any thumb fingers, got flippers. that's why I can't suffocate efficiently. And using just the index and middle fingers in both hands, that's not going to cut it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it you may, just flapping your flippies. It eventually would cut it, but it would be, you'd wake up and be like, get out, get off use me. Your, use your fucking elbow. Something, right? I don't know. Your knee. I don't know. There's a really cool one in southern Nigeria where it's basically a demon infiltrating your body and psyching and psyche during dreaming. Ooh. So it's okay. like it wasn't a nightmare, but now it is. Oh, shit. And like Freddy Krueger. Usually it's a female preponderance, the perception of an underlying feud between the sufferer's earthly spouse. And a spiritual spouse. Whoa. Yes. Wow. Spiritual, emotional cheating. So, no, they, like a true belief that there is a spirit wife and a yeah. physical wife, like in Chinese ghost oh, weddings. Okay, okay. Kind of, where there's like, they're fighting and jealous. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. And also, there's. It could also be caused by bewitchment through eating while dreaming, which I well, know we've I'm bewitched. All been there. I know I am bewitched <laughs> many times over. Then, oh my god. Um. Thankfully, you can treat it through prayers and elaborate traditional rituals. Fine, great. great. Whatever it takes to make me stop dreaming. Oh my god, it's like, man, I. I've woken up eating before, and I never want it to happen to me again. Wait, really? I, yeah, I think so. Huh. Yeah. I woke up with pizza crust in my bed, but that was because I had fallen Fall asleep, asleep eating, eating, pizza? eating pizza. Maybe it was something like that, but no, I think I, like, might have, in a dreamlike state, walked to my kitchen and started, like, eating something and been oh, like, oh my god, what am yeah, I doing? sleep eating. I need to, like, go back to bed. Yeah. Thankfully, it doesn't happen again. This was many years ago. As a child. <laughs> um, in Ethiopian culture, the word dukak, depression, Ooh. is used, which is believed to be an evil spirit that possesses people during their sleep. Not exactly how I view depression, but yeah. maybe it's just a translation thing. Some people believe this experience is a symptom of withdrawal from... Why did I say withdrawal? Drawal. Withdrawal. Drawal? God, fuck. Withdra- <laughs> withdrawal. Withdrawal. From withdrawal? the stimulant. Okay. It, there's, it's weird because there's another W. Withdrawal. 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 From the stimulant cot. K-H-A-T. 
The evil spirit Dukak is an anthropomorphic personification of the depression oh, that often shit. results from the act of quitting chewing oh this drug. Oh my god, okay, okay. It's a withdrawal demon. Wow, that sucks. Yes. I mean, I, uh, yeah. Uh, it appears as a hallucination to the quitters, and it gives you punishments to the victims by offending him by quitting. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's sorry like a personification of life. like a cigarette being like, yeah, being like hey, say you don't need me anymore. Yeah, like must be fucking nice. Oh, the punishments are often in the form of implausible physical punishments. Like, uh, he puts the victim in a bottle and shakes the bottle oh, vigorously. No. No, 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 Like a horrible salad That's dressing. So creepy. Or outrageous tasks the victim must perform, like swallow a bag of gravel, for example. What? Yeah. That is a Yeah. Movie. In Iceland, it's a goblin or a succubus. Why did I say goblin? <laughs> I did pick up on that. Or a succubus. A goblin. I think it's because I keep on biting my lip in this oh, one place and I can't talk be real. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I mean, yeah, I could go on and on, and I will. In Catalonia legend and popular culture, the Pasanta is an enormous dog. Ooh, you know, I love that. Or sometimes a cat that goes into people's houses in the night and puts itself on their chest. That's Making it difficult do. for them to That's breathe. What you do, maybe. Yeah. Talking to my cat. I mean, something fun about the Pasanta is that it's it's black and hairy, with steel paws. Ooh, shit. However, the paws don't have anything in them. They're hollow, so that it can't take anything from you. What? So I, it's like if there was a giant hole in my palm. Oh, okay, okay. So it would just fall through? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know why it can't steal, <laughs> but it can't. It can't. Alright. Yeah. So in, in Italy, the creature is much the same. Uh, it, it's a ghoul, it sits on your chest, but it also rips your skin off with its nails. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. In uh, some parts of this island in Sardinia, where in Italy, where this is believed, the demon wears seven red caps on his head. Just if one the, head? Seven yep, caps? Yep. If the victim resists the pain and succeeds to steal one of the caps... Again with the hat thieving. He will soon find a hidden treasure. Oh, okay. What I'm learning from this is that mm-hmm. if you see someone wearing a hat, just get it. Take it. Um, Unless it's Red Cap, Robin Red Cap. Well, how are you supposed to know the difference between that and this? Robin Red Cap's got a single hat. Well, yeah. Did you ever read He's not many, sitting on your chest. Too many caps. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Classic, classic book. Good Getting illustrations. Real too cap, caps vibes from this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In Latvian uh, folk culture, it's the same thing, uh, but it's a soul of a strangled, drowned, or hanged person. Mm. And when under attack, there's only one way to escape. Take their hat. Move the toe on your left foot. Ooh, like Kill Bill. Mm Mm-hmm. Wiggle your big toe. In the Americas, during the Salem Witch Trials, several people reported nighttime attacks of by various (gasps) alleged witches, including Bridget Bishop. Oh, guys, uh, just to also say... We're going to do some witch stuff this October. Oh, it's going to be so We haven't even gotten sick. into it. Don't, like, I don't, it's fine. You'll see. You're going to, you'll, you'll be there. I don't have a plan, but it's going to be great. It's going to be unreal. Yeah, so basically they said that sleep paralysis is caught by witches, whatever. Good, good. I hope In it Mexico, it's believed that it's caused by the spirit of a dead person lying, mm-hmm. excuse me, lying again on the sleeper, rendering you unable to move. Uh, it's called... Subirse del Muerto. El Muerto. Dead person on you. (laughs) (laughs) In many parts of the southern U.S., it's just known as a hag. 
Like we said, witch riding, hag ridden. Witch riding, hag ridden. Yep. It's also a por- to portend tragedy or an accident. Like a um, banshee. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, in Newfoundland, it's known as the old hag. Oh, well, what a distinction. Yeah, and it, it also can be summoned to attack a third party, like a curse. Oh, cool. In his 1982 book, The Terror That Comes in the Night, David J. Huford, or Hufford, mm-hmm. writes that in local culture, the way to call the hag is to recite the Lord's Prayer prayer backwards, which is fucked. Uh, here's my question on that. Do you just say the order of the words backward, or do you have to speak the words themselves backward? Hmm. I don't know. I guess try it both ways. Let's look it up in the book. Yeah. Yeah. In contemporary West... I'm not doing it, though. I'm not going (laughs) to fuck with that. In contemporary Western culture, the phenomenon of supernatural assault are thought to be the work of what is known as shadow people. (laughs) Victims report primarily three different entities. A man with a hat. Ugh. Fucking... The old... So many hat... Hat So many hat men. men over here. The old hag... So a night hag uh-huh. and a hooded figure. Ooh, I really people. don't like that. Sleep paralysis is known to evolve a component of hallucination in twenty percent of the cases, mm-hmm. which could explain these sightings. Or there's just three yeah. three friends. <laughs> it's probably three friends, dude. Uh, probably, yeah. Also, I don't know how to say this, but it's long time been suggested as a possible explanation for. You guessed it. Alien abduction. Alien abduction. <laughs> So a night hag could also be an alien. Oh, God. Letting you or know. vice versa. Just letting you know. Whoo! Wow. In Brazil, there is a legend about a mythological being called the Pisadiera. Ooh. She who steps. She is described as a tall, skinny old woman with long, dirty nails and dried toes. Ooh, sounds... White tangled hair, a long nose, staring red eyes and a greenish teeth on her evil laugh. She lives on the roofs. She's waiting cool. to step on the chest of those who sleep with a full stomach. So guilty oh, no. as oh, charged. We're tonight. I'm gonna see all of your long toenails tonight. Ugh. Uh, she who steps. <laughs> all right. So now, sad. as you can tell, it, you can get cursed by night hag. You can have like a, a, a one can befall you. Yeah. And a lot of the time, there's not a lot about like preventing them. Right, yeah. I found something which opened up a real can of worms for me. And um, it's a whole thing that I need to do an entire episode on. Okay. But I'm going to just talk about it right now as well. This is called Against a Dwarf. (laughs) I can't. can't. All right. And uh, I found this thing that is my new favorite thing, which are Anglo Saxon. Metrical charms. Okay. Okay. What is an Anglo-Saxon metrical charm, you ask? I do ask. It's a set of instructions generally written to magically resolve a situation or disease. Usually, these charms involve some sort of physical action, Mm -hmm. including making a medical potion, repeating a certain set of words, or writing a specific set of words on an object. Okay. Okay. So, against a dwarf is just the name of the metrical charm that, it, like, that's, the, that's what it does. Oh. So this is a metrical charm against a dwarf, but it's called against a dwarf. Okay. This, uh, against a dwarf, requires writing the names of the seven sleepers. 
I'll get into what that is. Okay. I'll just tell you right now. Seven Sleepers of Ephesus, or Ephesius, I think it's Ephesus, is the story of a group of youths who hid inside a cave outside the city of Ephesus around 250 A.D. Hello, maybe. To escape a religious persecution and emerged 300 years later. Ooh, like those soccer boys. Like the soccer boys. Only sooner than 300 years later. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't believe that. I'm so sad. They're- I mean, I'm so happy for the soccer boys. <laughs> Uh, it requires, so, writing the names of the seven sleepers on seven wafers, then singing an alliterative verse three times. I couldn't find the verse. I'm sorry. Can it be any verse? I'm, I don't think so, but, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna deep dive and try to find the verse. The verse is written in half lines and was used for an assumed curative properties, for its assumed curative properties. Yeah. Although what the charm is supposed to be curing a dwarf. is still a matter okay. of debate. So, okay. But it could. It's against a dwarf, which is pretty subjective. This is, this is recommended for a night hack sometimes. Well, I, yeah, I, I was thinking the connection must be that, you know, a night hag is often depicted as like a small human. Sometimes. But it's also some scholars who I guess are like scholars of metrical charms, which I should have gone into. Yeah believe that this charm specifically was supposed to help, and this is why I think it's for night hags, was supposed to help victims sleep more easily. Okay. And if they were suffering from a disease that caused convulsions or sleeplessness, this is what was prescribed against a dwarf. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm jazzed on it. <laughs> Another theory is that the dwarf... A being from Anglo-Saxon mythology might originally have been a night demon of some kind. The night demon, according to this theory, could possibly have been the personification of an illness, maybe. Okay. I can see that. Most theories that speculate that the dwarf represents some kind of disease usually think that the disease is related to sleeping because of the inclusion of the seven sleepers, the cave sleepers. Um... According to one source, the name of the seven sleepers of Ephesus occur in various charms in the Middle Ages, all to secure sleep, um, and in some cases to employ against fever. So, metrical charms are basically my new obsession. Do you have any um, that you can recite? No, it's very, very hard for me, specifically, to find them on the internet. <laughs> uh but I'm going to find some. I'm going to report back to you. Okay. I have two that I'm going to look up. Well, three, really. I'm going to try to find Against a Dwarf. Oh, I'm also going to find some seven wafers that I can, mm-hmm. in the names of all seven sleepers. Um, another magical charm is called For a Swarm of Bees. <laughs> this charm, Go on. also known as the Old English Bee Charm, oh. is meant to protect one. From a swarm of bees. Ugh, if only Thomas J had had it. My God, stop. He Don't. needs his glasses. He totally does need this metrical charm. Another metrical charm. For the water elf disease. <laughs> this charm is meant to heal one of the water elf disease, which involves <laughs> pale and ill-looking nails and watery eyes. Oh, no, I have those. You kind of do have those, you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll find the charm. Help me. I'm find, finding the charm. I hope it includes some wafers. Love to get some wafers. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta write on them. So that's, that's fine. That's I'll totally write on some wafers. Wow. Yeah. 
That's incredible. I can't believe there's like every culture has a hag. Every culture has a hag. What's your favorite one? Mm, hard to say. Hard to say. I mean, I like hag ridden uh, witch riding. Yeah. I like that, but I also really like the one that's a dog with steel paws with holes in them. That's pretty cool. Uh, I think I like the mouse. <laughs> oh, I forgot that. Yeah, the mouse <laughs> is the best one. On <laughs> the mouse is the best. The yeah. mouth that breathes in your breath. You know, my mom, because uh, she's Italian, would, and, and and therefore so am I. She would. She has all these superstitions, mm-hmm. and one of them is that. You're not supposed to have a cat and a baby in the same house. Mm Mm-hmm. It'll steal the... (laughs) It'll steal the baby's breath. Kill the baby. And the cat will suck the breath out of the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that one. Also that you're not... It's bad luck to have a bird in the house, too. Well, shit. Yeah. Um, Also, it's bad luck to put your shoes on a table. Oh, no. I've done that. Mm. Um, I don't. I did wake up one time and... Charlie, the cat, a cat who lives in my parents' house, was um, fully sitting on my chest, staring at my face. And that Do you know how many times Blue has tried to kill me by sucking the breath out of my body? Uh, oh, I would say every probably night. Every night. Have you every had night. sleep paralysis before? Oh yeah, I have as well, and it's fucking terrifying. I think I have my own night hack. Ooh. You remember the the lady with eight eyeballs that Ooh, happened to yeah. me? Yeah, I don't like that. And that was a real that experience has fucked me up forever. Yeah. In that dream, it seemed like a days long dream, That's where I was time. walking towards listener. I was walking towards a woman that I saw in the distance in a desert, and she was facing away from me. And this dream felt like it lasted for days, and I would come closer and closer and closer to her, little 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 by little. And when I finally reached her, she turned around. She had long black hair. She turned around, and she had eight eyeballs in two rows of four. Ugh. And she just opened her mouth and didn't make any sound and stared at me. And I woke up and opened my eyes, and that same woman was directly Ugh. in front of my face. I fucking Screaming at me. Can't. Uh, I then closed my eyes again. And nothing, and nothing was there. I opened them. She was no longer in front of my face. She was sitting in the chair in the corner of my room. At that point, I let out a scream so blood-curdling and horrible that my dad ran to my room because he thought that I was dying. Or that someone was, he thought someone was attacking and murdering me. God. Yeah. <laughs> and that was in my, my house. That I, when did that my house. Like the first year that I moved there. Oh, God. I so I was like seven that. years old, yeah. I, it's so, so disturbing. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. It's really bad. It happened to me in Hopkinton, too, in, in Massachusetts, where I couldn't move, but I, I could stare at my ceiling, mm-hmm. and my ceiling kept on changing colors. Oh, interesting. I, that was you less You know, I think that's, that's more of a common sleep paralysis thing. Yeah. Because the, the one time I ever had it, it was, it was because I... When I got my wisdom teeth out, I had a Percocet prescription, so I guess that's, like, a side effect for some people. But in mine, it was very much, like, I was awake but couldn't move, and, like, my room looked weird. Yeah. And, like, I thought my computer was buzzing really loud. Didn't, um, Curie have sleep paralysis on she that cruise? She sure did. Um, Curie, uh, if you're listening to this, or Alex, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, one time... Uh, like almost 10 years ago, we went on a cruise where we were on an interior room in a ship. So there, it, 
or no windows. It's just pitch black when the lights are off. And it was like, I don't know, I would guess maybe like four or five in the morning and everybody was asleep. And I just randomly woke up in our like bunk beds and I heard in, in the deathly quiet of the blackest night, I heard somebody just go, and I was oh like, my God. it's time to fucking die. It's <laughs> my time to die. Like, Satan has come for me. Um, and in my fright, I, I leaned over and I was like, Kiri, wake up. <laughs> because I was like, a demon is in the room. <laughs> and she was like, oh, thanks for waking me up. I was screaming her name. Like, but she wasn't. She thought she was, but it just came out as a strangled whisper <gasps> because she had sleep paralysis. I hate that story yeah. so much. Really creepy. Kiri, I'm sorry this happened to you. But I like that our different fears both made us wake each other up. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Aww. Sleep paralysis is so fucking scary. It's so, so scary. Oh, God. And I do, like, the more I research this, the more I was amazed to and horrified to discover that... It, a night hag is related to like bad dreams, mm-hmm. and I don't like that. Yeah, it's not just like waking up and feeling and not moving. It's like it also it's tormenting you. Ugh. Yeah. Well. Yep. Great. Sweet dreams, everyone. Sweet dreams, everyone. I'm gonna sleep with my Christmas lights on tonight. Yeah. Um, I did actually get a new nightlight. Um, oh yeah, the shell nightlight. Yeah, it's a shell. Cool. Um, what's yeah. your What's your tip? Oh my god, don't. Um, give know. me a second. Give me a second. Yeah, there's a lot. This is a heavy app. I mean, I just have so many. <laughs> I mean, I can't say don't go to sleep. I guess I would say have some kind of fail-safe plan or just, like, know in your heart what you will do if you start experiencing sleep paralysis. In my mind, Mm. like, you know, it's only happened to me once, but I picture that it would be a lot like realizing that you're accidentally too stoned where it's like, Mm. okay, don't freak out. This is happening. It won't be forever. I actually don't know if that's how it would be or if you'd be like, I'm trapped in my body. I'll never move again. There's yeah. a hag sitting on me. Like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I don't know. I don't I know. did feel very trapped. Yeah. And I also, like, I remember sitting in my bed unable to move or make a sound. Yeah. And then uh, when I was screaming, mm-hmm. it was more like I had been trying to scream for an hour. Yeah. And then I suddenly heard a sound and was like, oh, I'm finally, yeah, I'm finally actually Ugh. screaming. God, I hate that. Yeah, so I, th- I think it is, like, a very, very paused state of being. Okay, so maybe my tip would be, like, surround <laughs> surround <laughs> everywhere around where you could look when you're asleep with post-it notes saying, <laughs> you're, you're fine, or it's okay, so that no matter where you get trapped looking at, you'll be looking at a thing, and you'll know, hey, you know what, it's And okay. if you wake up and there's no signage, well, then you a know fucking night bag is near you, yeah. yeah. It's really come for you now. Uh, um, what's your tip? I'm so upset. I, think, I can't stop. Oh, thinking look, I'm that. sorry. I'm sorry. It's 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 fine. The mi- the mouse also, isn't good. If you come. wake up and a mouse is on your mouth, like just go to a walk-in clinic. Yeah, the next day. Yeah, or immediately if you can get a cat. That'd be helpful. 
and get a cat. It'll save and you. And if from you wake up and the cat's on your chest, it just means it loves you. Yeah, it just means it loves you so much. Little Meebie's right here. Hi, baby. Um, I kind of want to talk about the uh, the cult people. If a man comes into town and says, "I just saw a bunch of people take a take a kid they tortured and throw him in a in a sack," uh-huh. um, don't be like tall tales. I'm not going to believe him. Right. It's a tall tale. Don't. Follow him. Yeah. Back to the site. Just check it out. Just go check it out. Check it out. What's the harm? You already noticed the cloaked people. It's a small town. Yeah. Go do some due diligence. There aren't unlimited children in the town. No, you got to go and protect them. Um, and then I guess also, um, try to, as much as you can, Always have some ingredients for a uh, a magical charm, and yeah. that's all I can really leave with you with because I'm not really sure how magical charms go. But I I promised to to bring you one next episode. I would really like that. I would appreciate that. We're gonna perform one. Oof, I am scared. Can we do it at your house? Yeah. Okay. Um, unrelated tip: uh, watch Sharp Objects. It's really good. Oh, cool. It's really dark upsetting but it's also really good Amy right. Adams she's Love good her. she's good she's great great hair great hair oh wow everybody what a doozy everyone we really we really honestly we did a great jo- we did a great thing tonight <laughs> we did a great thing tonight I'm proud of us we only talked about cats for like 20 minutes I can't stop thinking about a, a malice sitting on a malice <laughs> a malice on your moustache yeah just being like just being like <laughs> 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 but, like, tiny. It's really good. <laughs> Through its tiny little teeth. Like. Oh, God, that kind of hurts, too. Okay. Anyway, um, email us. That's yeah. the spirit podcast at gmail.com. Like, rate, subscribe. Oh, yeah. Guys, please subscribe. Uh, that helps us the most. It so, sure if you could does. just subscribe and smash that. Smash that five stars. Write a little note we would about love the pod. It so much. We, that's really all we're asking. Just you, help us out. Uh, you can tweet us at spiritpod on Twitter. Mm hmm. You can find us on Instagram at That's the Spirit Podcast. Yep. And we would love to talk to you or hear from any of you. Yep. If you have any kind of story, doesn't have to be scary. No. Just say hi. Yep. We would love that. And we love you very much. And we will see you in hell. Okay, bye, guys. Goodbye for now.